Timothy, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. And what you have heard from me before many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier on service gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to satisfy the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is a hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will grant you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, descended from David, as preached in my gospel, the gospel for which I am suffering and wearing fetters like a criminal. But the word of God is not fettered. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain salvation in Christ Jesus with its eternal glory. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus went to the district of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and cried, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word, and his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. 
Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There were two brothers whose birthdays happened to both be in December. The one whose birthday was at the beginning of the month soon learned that if he didn't receive a longed-for toy for his birthday, it might be in his Christmas stocking just a few weeks later. And the one whose birthday was at the very end of the month didn't receive, if he didn't receive an expected gift for Christmas, he came to learn that it might end up appearing on his birthday a few days later. So in this case here, delay did not necessarily mean denial. It may often be that case that we grow very impatient with God or even exacerbated because our prayers are not being answered as fast as we want and this can be a real challenge for us tempting us to believe that God is either deaf to our prayers or indifferent and I of course know this from my own personal and spiritual experience. But this is when we need to look to the scriptures and to the writings and experiences of the saints for answers or clues concerning this mystery of prayer, specifically the type of prayer we call petition. If we turn to this morning's gospel reading, it's a great example of this. There are many lessons, indeed, to be learned concerning petitionary prayer, persistence, patience, and humility. A Canaanite woman, that is, a Gentile, someone outside of the covenant people of Israel, has a daughter who is possessed by a demon. Out of her pain for her little girl, she approaches Jesus and even addresses him as Lord and Christ, crying out to him from her very heart. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. Nevertheless, even 
with the greatest and deepest of intentions the health of her daughter. And the correct manner of addressing and beseeching Christ, Jesus, quote, did not answer her a word, unquote. She is not even acknowledged, but utterly ignored. There is no response, silence, but she does not give up. She goes after Jesus' disciples to see if they can intercede on her behalf, for they come to their master saying, send her away, for she is crying out after us. With no answer to her prayer yet, the loving mother then comes crawling on her knees before Jesus, very likely with tears flowing from her eyes, with the heartfelt words, Lord, help me. Surely Jesus would be moved to compassion by everything she has done, tenaciously pleading with him from her heart and on her knees. But what is his response now? It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs, he says. An obvious insult, since the Gentiles were referred to as dogs by the Jews. One expects the woman to be outright offended, even scandalized, and stomp off thinking to herself, who does he think he is talking to me like that? But no, quite the opposite is her attitude. Hers is one of utter humility and acceptance of her place before the God of all. And she replies in modesty and meekness and hopeful expectation even now by saying, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. After delaying through ignoring her, turning her away, even presumably insulting her, Jesus responds to her prayer, and not only responds to her prayer, but praises her, saying, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Delay did not necessarily mean denial. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the drama of this gospel story is really extremely moving. And we should learn from this pious woman how to approach God in our own prayers. Her example shows us to address him with reverence, awe, and respect. Her example shows us to appeal to God's friends, that is, the saints, for they have a bold standing before his throne. Her example shows us to seek the good of others with pain of heart and with tears, to offer their needs and sufferings up to God Almighty. Her example shows us to be tenacious, unwavering in our prayers to God, constant, unceasing, even when there is no apparent response. Her example shows us 
to fall on our knees in fervent supplication, to be humble before God and open to whatever the response might be. Her example finally shows us to approach prayer full of faith and trust in the will of God. For he knows what is best for us, for our loved ones, and for the ultimate salvation of all. As a certain poem reads, My Savior hears me when I pray. Upon his word I calmly rest. In his own time, in his own way, I know he'll give me what is best. One great saint, Saint Barsanufius, wrote to a spiritual child in a letter the following. We can understand, or infer at least, what the question was addressed to him, because he says, When you pray, my child, and God is slow to hear you, he does this for your good, to help you to learn patience. Patience waiting on God, trusting in him, can be a fruit of God's delayed response to our prayers. And in the sayings of the Desert Fathers, we learn that prayer also takes great effort. It is not something easy. And, of course, it is something we never cease doing. The story goes, the brethren asked Abba Agathon, among all of our different activities, our father, which is the virtue that requires the greatest effort? He answered, forgive me, but I think that there is no greater than praying to God. For every time a man wants to pray, his enemies, the demons, try to prevent him. For the demons know that nothing obstructs them so much as prayer to God. In everything else that man undertakes, if he perseveres, he will attain rest. But in order to pray, a person must struggle to his last breath, said Abba Agathon. My brothers and sisters, may we, like the Canaanite woman, persevere in prayer day and night before our loving God and draw near with our petitions to our compassionate and all-knowing Christ, to whom be the power and the glory forever. Amen.